Nick is here. And Nick is my producer of the Jesse Lee Pusa radio show. And well known as an anchor baby. Uh, good morning again. Good morning. And so you're here to help lay out what? I'm fired up, Jesse. <laughs> he fired up. I'm fired up right now. Amazing. And it ain't nothing like a fired up anchor baby Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why you, I feel like this is why you have me. Because you see the spirit. You don't, you don't need to get into all these details. You and Joel see the spirit. But <laughs> Joel that's why you have Uh-huh. But that's why you guys have me, so that I could do the, the legwork and get into the nitty-gritty details, the intellectual stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And well, so- I'm fired up, Jesse. I'm fired up because, um, you know, I keep hearing, oh, they're lying on Trump. They're using this as a political tool against them. And I believed it. But until it, when I really looked into it, the, the twisting at every turn will shock, and awe, will shock and amaze you. Maybe not you. Maybe you're used to it. I, I don't believe in the media. I don't. When I know that you're a liar, until you come back and say, you know what, I'm a liar, I'm wrong, forgive me or whatever, then you're still a liar, right? Mm-hmm. And the media is still lying. Those are the same people that's been lying for nearly four years about the president. Mm-hmm. Why do we think they're going to change now? They still want the president out. Yep. And I guarantee you, behind closed doors, the Democratic Party, the so-called strategists and others, they're trying to figure out what can we do with this to get the president out. They're not like becoming all of a sudden holy angels. But anyway, go ahead. So on Tuesday, the president was asked why his tone changed. So this is where we were going. I I really think from the beginning, this is where we were going. This is what we had in mind. Uh, We were just just going step by step. That was the next step, the next logical step. Some people did note that your tone seemed more somber yesterday. You talked about that August timeline. Was there a shift in tone? Different. I've always known this is a, this is a real, this is a pandemic. I felt it was a pandemic long before it was called a pandemic. All you had to do is look at other countries. Right away, new sites like The Atlantic, The Guardian, New York Times, Washington Post, they all start going off saying, oh, he's lying about this. He didn't always know. That's amazing because the reporters are asking him about his personality rather than about the disease. It's always like that. (laughs) It's always things that they can twist. So right after that, all the news sites, these news sites went out and said that. Mm -hmm. So they went off and they started started printing articles. And if you go and look at these articles, they all sound the same. It's It's like they all sound the same. It's crazy. So they start going through a timeline of the president's statements, right? Yeah. And they try and show how... How um, he was, he was, he was not, he was relaxed, relaxed, relaxed until he started freaking out, right? So they, they first point to January 22nd. The New York Times points to January 22nd. And they show a CNBC interview where the president was asked if he was worried about the pandemic. They only talk about it. I want you guys to see it. This is from the New York Times? Yeah. Well, it's from CNBC. The New York Times was talking about this interview oh, right Oh, now. okay. Here we go. Do you, have you been briefed by the CDC? I have. Are the words about a pandemic at this uh, point? No, we're not at all. And uh, we're, we have it totally under control. It's one person coming in from China. And we have it under control. It's uh, going to be just fine. So he's saying it's going to be fine, right? And they're saying, oh, uh, look, now it's not fine. But this was <laughs> January 22nd, right? This, let's not forget, January 22nd, this, Adam Schiff was still reading his opening arguments for his impeachment trial. Amazing. At the time, there was only 500 cases in China and nine dead, right? And there really was only that one person that came into Washington. 
So I'm still not seeing what, what the New York Times wants us to see. So this is January 22nd. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the Atlantic goes on to say. And just to remind you, folks, on January 22nd, Adam Schiff was reading the open arguments for the so-called impeachment trial. They, wasn't, they were not worried either. But you won't True. hear them say that. You know what I'm saying? Just to so that you guys can see a timeline of what's going on. Yeah, go ahead. So the Atlantic goes on to say that the president, they try and show in the same timeline. They're like, okay, then then in February, the, the president said, oh, it's going to disappear, trying to make it sound like he didn't care. I want you guys to see his actual statement on February 27th and what he actually said about it. Here we go. If we're doing a great job, we should congratulate these professionals that are the best in the world. And you know what? If we were doing a bad job, we should also be criticized. But we have done an incredible job. We're going to continue. It's going to disappear. One day, it's like a miracle. It will disappear. And from our shores, we've, you know, it could get worse before it gets better. It could maybe go away. We'll see what happens. Nobody really knows. The fact is, the greatest experts I've spoken to all, nobody really knows. But we're working with other countries. We're trying to help some other countries. A couple of them have gotten hit pretty hard. South Korea and Italy in particular, they've been hit pretty hard. Uh, and it'll all work out. How are they trying to twist that? See how he says, they, they tried to just, the Guardian only wrote that he said it's going to disappear. But he didn't just say it's going to disappear. <laughs> Not only can you see that he's clearly watching the other countries and what's going on, and he can see that it's a big deal going on in other countries, he, he did really, where did he lie? He really did say, he, he was just saying one day we'll overcome it. Right. Like a miracle, one day it will disappear. Right. That day will come. And you'll see that he's he's right, and it will come. Yeah, amazing. So he uh, they go on to say the liberal news sites they all go on to say, and then he, later in February, Trump began blaming the spread of the virus on immigrants. <laughs> I want you guys to see what he actually said at his rally in South Carolina. We will do everything in our power to keep the infection and those carrying the infection from entering our country. We have no choice. The Democrat policy of open borders is a direct threat to the health and well-being of all Americans. Now, you see it with the coronavirus. You see it. Amazing. Where is he lying? Democrats do like open borders. They they, love open borders. Even now. At any cost. mm -hmm, Even now, they still like it. Even now, they're still trying to push the no-ban act, which is an act that would take away his power to enact travel bans. They are trying to do that now. They're trying to take that away from him. Amazing. The very thing that he's been using to keep us safe. Even some people who trust the president or support him, in your panic mode, you will forget what he said and believe the lies that are constantly coming in. You got to stay calm. January 22nd, first case of the Chinese virus in America, in Washington. January 31st, the president enacts travel bans at the... And, and this is against everybody telling him that he was xenophobic for doing it, racist for doing it. The World Health Organization said he was wrong for doing it. And then China started their media propaganda saying that we were racist. And then CNN and everybody took that and ran. They were like, yes, China, you're right. I remember when that's not happening. CNN ran a segment, right? They ran a segment trying to show that uh, the president was a liar, right? So look, President Trump's superpower is his reality distortion field. He can convince himself and many of his supporters that facts don't matter. But it turns out that his kryptonite is coronavirus. On Sunday, President Trump said this. It's a very contagious virus. It's uh, incredible. But it's something that we have uh, tremendous control of. 
But on Monday, he said this. No, that's not under control for any place in the world. Now, that's what you call a 180. They're not going to show you the full statement. But I want to point out how he says coronavirus is his kryptonite. And oh. so there, he's talking about the coronavirus like, <laughs> finally, we found the thing that will bring down this superhero. Amazing. You see what I'm saying? It's like, why would you describe it as kryptonite? Right. It kind of shows what you're really thinking. That's amazing. But, okay, they won't show you the full clip. They cut it off. I want to show it to you. But that's amazing how they cut it off like that. Yeah, yeah. Ahead of well, when I, when I'm talking about control, I'm saying we are doing a very good job within the confines of what we're dealing with. We're doing a very good job. There's been a... Uh, there's been a tremendous uh, amount of the, the, the way they're working together. They're working hand in hand. I think they're doing really a great job. And from that standpoint, uh, that's what I was referring to. Yes, not, Steve, you're, not, you're not saying it's under control, right? I'm not referring to it, meaning the... Yeah, if you're talking about the virus, no, that's not under control for any place in the world. I think yes, I read... I think I read... No, I didn't. I was talking about what we're doing is under control, but I'm not talking about the virus. Yes, please. Wow, that's why when you deal with these people in debates and the press conference like he's doing, you got to stay calm because children of the lie mm-hmm. will try to twist it. They're, they're asking in a way where if you're not aware of what they're asking, oh, yeah. it, you feed into what they're giving you. The the same segment that we're talking about, they go on to push this lie that keeps getting pushed that right. he said that the president said anyone who wants a test can get one. And he kept saying that in the segment. He kept saying, the president said anyone who wants a test can get one, but there's so many people who want tests and they can't get one. And uh, article after article says the same thing. I want you to guys to hear what he actually said. And that's Jay. Importantly, anybody right now and yesterday, anybody that needs a test gets a test. We, they're there. They have the tests. And the tests are beautiful. Anybody that needs a test gets a test. Anybody that needs, needs a test. A test. But they're saying he said anyone that wants, wants a test. Very, but it's like I know it's I know it's so small. Uh, it's kind of like this. Detail, that's a big deal, though. But it's that's important. what they do. That's why I'm concerned that this thing may go on all the way up until the election, election day. Mm-hmm. And then when they find out they lost anyway, they'll calm down about this and move uh-huh. on to something else. By, like, they won't finally. come back and say we're sorry for deceiving you. We were trying to get the president out. What they'll do is just move on to another to the line. next thing. Yeah. Like mama. I'm, not, I'm <laughs> telling like you. Like your wife if you had one. Uh, just like my wife if I had one. <laughs> Amazing. I think it was, you had a caller recently. He was just like, but the president dissolved the pandemic response team. Another lie that keeps getting pushed. And people just repeat it. He re, they are saying that he resolved the pandemic response team. Which is, a, is, the, which is this, uh, this task force that was supposed to handle pandemics like this, right? Right. And the media keeps saying that he got rid of it. He dissolved it. He didn't dissolve it. He just moved some people around, fired some people, added new people. Right? Yeah. That's what happens with administration. Yeah, absolutely. And this one reporter, this dumb reporter, asked him about it, <laughs> and his response to it is just... My first question is, you said that you don't take responsibility, but you did disband the White House pandemic office, and the officials that were working in that office left this administration abruptly. So what responsibility do you take to that? And the officials that worked in that office said that you that the White House lost valuable time because that office wasn't disbanded. What do you make of that? Well, I just think it's a nasty question because what we've done <laughs> is, uh, and Tony had said numerous times that uh, we've saved thousands of lives because of the quick closing. Uh, and when you say me, I didn't do it. Uh, we have a group of people. I could, I could ask perhaps my administration, but I could perhaps ask uh, 
Tony about that because uh, I don't know anything about it. I mean, you say you say we did that. I don't know anything you, about it. You don't know We're about, the, no, about the reorganization know. that it's, happened it's at the, the National it's Security It's the administration. Council. Perhaps they do that. You know, people it, let it, people go. You used to be with a different newspaper than you are now. You know, things like that happen. But this was, a, okay. this was an order. Please go ahead. <laughs> A We're doing a great job. A black, <laughs> a black nasty woman with a fro. <laughs> I'm saying, Trump should say, you know, first of all, go home and comb your hair. You should not be in the public with uncombed, unkept hair. You guys come see? back and ask me a question. Uh, right. <laughs> you don't look very clean. This is what I mean. You guys see the spirit. Uh, amazing. You guys don't need But I love details. how he just dealt with it. He uh-huh. didn't care about the color. He didn't care that you felt uh, male or female. He dealt with it. Yeah, That's yeah. how you have to do it. I don't know what you're talking about, Tony. You know what she's talking about? Right. What you're talking about. <laughs> he, he said, That's a nasty question. Yeah. <laughs> Because it is. It's like that's only a vindictive question. You're yeah. Not trying, you're not trying to get anywhere. You're not trying to, like, learn anything. You just want to attack. And she's standing up there looking like a swollen Satan. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 oh Lord. Just a black woman attitude. <laughs> yeah. And, and expected that he go cower down. Mm-hmm. You got the wrong white man woman. There was something about this whole thing being a host or something. Remember they were saying that the president said what was that? They that it love was a this host? one. They they lo- the the media loves this one. They're like oh, he Trump called it a hoax, see? He called the virus a hoax. So and how did all that go down? Because at a rally on the twenty eighth of February the, um, he had said he was talking about how the impeachment thing is a hoax and all the hoaxes that the Democrats like to push. Right. right. And when it came to the whole virus stuff, he also said, and now the Democrats response to this, like anybody who was watching that rally knows that he was saying that the Democrats, what they're doing and the way they're spinning it is a hoax. Yeah. Nobody who was watching that rally thinks that he said <laughs> the virus was a hoax. Right. But that very day, Washington Post columnist Dana Milbank tweeted out. Let's remember this moment. Trump just called the virus a hoax. And this tweet has 162 that has been retweeted and liked 162,000 times. And it's still up. She hasn't corrected it. She hasn't fixed it. Just a bare face lie. Can you imagine had a reporter said that about Obama, Mm. the father messiah? It would be a mess. It would be down. It would clear it all out. You you have no remembrance of it. (laughs) Yeah. That person would be fired. Yeah, that's right. It's crazy. And it's still up. That tweet has not been corrected. She shamelessly has it still up. The same Democrats, the same rightos, the same media that was lying to you then, they haven't changed. Don't think just because coronavirus is here, oh, the media love us now. They're going to tell us the truth. They're not. They're trying to use this in an effort to still turn you away from the president. They can't be trusted. It's the same people with the same lies who still trying to get the Democrats back into power in order to take over your mind, take over your lives, all right? Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share the Jesse Lee Peterson radio show, folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it.